Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a great time. Welcome back. I just love these little chats of ours. <laughs> They're so great. Just love telling little stories. <laughs> I know. A little story time. It's so much fun. And like, I have a, a one-year-old nephew now that I'm like, I cannot <laughs> I like... wait to tell. I have a one-year-old baby, Hannah. I don't know if I told you that. Uh, I was like, we haven't just... been gone for that long, have we? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you find it on the street? I found a stray baby. You said kittens too much. Baby. Totally cool. I still use a litter box, though. So, and he's, <laughs> he's fine with it. So, <laughs> Mowgli mode. I keep on trying to tell my brother that he needs to litter box train his son. And he I just know. is like, he won't do it. I'm like, why? Yeah. Force him. Um, yeah. Make him. It's you called strap him to it's the litter box. Kind of called being a good parent is forcing your child to do everything you want. <laughs> I sent him all of these like crazy like parenting books about litter box training your kid. <laughs> oh my god! So I so I didn't know if I told you this, but I have jury duty in like two days. <gasps> oh yeah, such important adult stuff happening over here, and I got summons, some summons, some summoned got summoned in like September and I'd stop me if I told you about this already but you're in the room with like I don't know like 200 people or something like that Uh and they're like if you have a reason that you can't do jury duty right now like you have to work or you have a family and I just got up and they're like the room is down the hall, da da da, and I was like, I was like up and out of there, and I went to jury duty. I had to be there at nine. I was out of the building at nine fifteen. Oh my god, amazing! I was like, oh, you're just gonna build in excuses for us to not do this? Yeah, what? Great. I I do have to go to work. I feel I thought it was like work has to let you go to jury duty. They do. If you get actually like put on a jury. They have to let you, and they actually, most companies too have to pay you, I think it's like very minimal. It's like $15 a day or something like that. And then the state pays you $40 a day. So, hey, if you're making less than that, hey, get on that jury. (laughs) But I'm not trying to do, do like jury duty. So I'm asking my friends, I'm like, how do I get out of jury duty? (laughs) My friend Claire was like, just post something crazy on your Instagram. Be like, <laughs> like a cab, like all ca- all cops suck, you know, like all this shit. She's like, just post something like that. And I was like, listen, <laughs> listen, I would. I would. Yeah, that's not like crazy. <laughs> but I fear it. I was going to say, that's not crazy. That's actually pretty legit, whatever. But like, I'm. Fear something bad will happen if I do that. Like there will be other repercussions. Yeah, like there's gonna they're gonna be like, did you post this shit on your Instagram so you could get out of jury duty? Like, no. <laughs> they're gonna assume that. <laughs> like, like you haven't posted on your Instagram in a year and a half, and then two days before jury duty, you were like, hey, cab. <laughs> like, look, look, I know what it looks like. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> They're so like, you made I'm an at. Instagram account. 
<laughs> and posted stock photos and then also posted, I think tax crimes are punishable by death. Death. <laughs> so did, is this legit? <laughs> like, what? Are you okay? And then like, I end up in like a hospital or something. I'm like, damn it. Oh, God. Claire. I knew that was going to backfire. Oh, fuck. That's good. So, uh, do you want to introduce the show? I do. Welcome to Disastrous. This is where we talk about, like, the worst of the worst things happening. Like, going to jury duty and them looking at an Instagram post that you thought was totally innocuous and being like, well, now you're arrested, actually. Um, And those are the kind of stories we tell here. (laughs) Because that is a true disaster and... I know they're not going to be listening to this podcast, but like, this is not an admission of guilt. Yeah. Scrub the record. Just everybody <laughs> be cool. All right. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. Yes. And um, if you have any ideas on how to get out of jury duty, just please email us yeah. because I could, I could, you know. Because the problem now is like... E- Jury duty, like people are like, oh, it's going to be boring. What about order? But now there's a a real legitimate fear that you're going to be on a jury full of actors and James Marsden and you're the only real person. And that's like some Truman Show shit. And I would I absolutely I would fully disassociate if I found that out that. Yes, absolutely. And that could happen. Yeah. And it ruined your life. So listen. If you don't want my life to be ruined, you just email us at mm-hmm. disastrouspod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. And you tell me how to get out of it so my life isn't ruined by a bunch of actors pretending to be jurors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. So I have a really, really fun little story to oh, tell you. Oh, yay. Yes. And I know we've discussed it before, but I recently watched the last season of Fargo. Okay. Which I loved. Okay, wait. Fun side note about Fargo. Tell me. (laughs) Little random story. So a few months or like a year or two ago, a friend of mine texted in like our group chat like, hey, Jordan, I finally got around to watching Fargo. And my friend Jordan was like, okay, cool. And he was like, you told me to watch it, right? And my friend was like, absolutely, I did not. I've never seen Fargo. (laughs) And my friend had just, like, convinced himself that, like, someone suggested Fargo to him. And he watched the entire thing. (laughs) He watched the whole thing? And he was like, well, pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be like me texting you, like, Hannah, I finally watched Sopranos. And you'd be like... I, I just Great. started. I just started. You did? <laughs> I'm finally cultured. Yes, girl. I mean, what a great show. But yes, I did watch the last season of Fargo is phenomenal. If anybody has not seen it, I highly, highly recommend. It's got Juno Temple from um, Ted Lasso. Oh, she's Keely great. in Ted Lasso. Oh, she's so cute. And she's the main character and John Hamm. And it's Sly. It's great. It's great. But there is a character that reminded me that I wanted to do this story and I've wanted to do it for a while. Okay. So today I am going to tell you about the history of Sin Eaters. Sin Eaters. Like S-I-N. Sin Eaters. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. 
You nom nom those sins. Okay. Okay. So we go back to the misty corners of history in 1500s England. Juicy. Great setting. So juicy. All right. You're like, you're picturing it, right? So it's medieval. It's castles and knights and horses and I guess sin eaters. (laughs) So yeah, everyone's like favorite picture to think about. Obviously, like you would think that first, right? Not like knights with jousts and stuff like that. Like you go to the Renaissance Fair to see the Sin Eaters. Yeah, come on. So uh, Sin Eaters were the unsung heroes or possibly anti-heroes of their time tasked with the particular duty that was just straight up fucking weird. So when a loved one died in parts of England, Scotland, or Wales in... Honestly, it was from, like, the 1500s to, like, the 1800s, so, like, a long stretch. Okay. Even though it would, like, the trend would go in and out. Uh, The family grieved, would place bread and maybe some soup and a beer on the dead person's chest. Okay. And would call for a man, generally man, to sit in front of the body and would watch this man eat the bread and soup and drink the beer. And he was the professional local sin eater and would symbolically absorb the sins of the dead person yeah um first of all i really thought you were just gonna walk out i think you're gonna be like i'm done actually thank you just my expression on your face no i think first of all is does this how do i get this job and what does it pay um, <laughs> and does it, come with, does it come with health insurance? Do I get dental? What's up? Uh, um, <laughs> medical, you know, mental health benefits. Um, What's the deal? Okay, I have a very important question that you might not have the answer to, which is, was the bread on the plate or straight on the body? Um, From what I know, it was on, a, like, a plate. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm doing this job. Then, yeah, fine, right? Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, from what I gathered from like drawings and shit it was like there was like a bowl so basically i mean like you you get the idea like you could be out there like kicking pigeons and throwing kids down wells yeah but the sin eaters were generally like poor like vagabond yeah usually homeless and uh you would just like give them some bread and a high five and be like (laughs) you actually did all the sinning so have a great day. And that would be like your last act. I feel like this says a lot about like uh, capitalism and the way we treat poor people in society. But I don't think my brain is actually making the connections right now. Um, I think I'd need a minute. No, you're absolutely right in that like initial thought is like, well, they're poor. So why don't we just dump all of the shit yes. stuff on them? Yes, that's what it is. And pay them a teeny tiny little amount to do it because they're poor, they'll do it. And it's also like, you're welcome for the soup. Exactly. Exactly. So it's definitely like a thing about like classism Mm -hmm. and capitalism. And um, because there was like a stronghold uh, of religion and people took sinning super seriously, it wasn't like, whoops. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it was like <laughs> it was like they were burning like quote unquote witches at the time, right? Yeah. So 
it was kind of wild for people to think that someone would give up their soul. Yeah. For some bread and some soup. And they would give them like the, the coins off the eyes. If you know that kind of custom yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. put for like the, the river boatman. So they, they can pay their way into heaven. Well, this was just another way for them to pay to get into heaven is paying with a little bit of food and what's the equivalent of like a couple dollars for that person to take on all of their sins. And I'm like, but homie's hungry. Like how? Yeah. You can't kind of like say no, like it's an impossible position. And like, yeah. And especially when you're like, you're trying to survive, like, you know, you're, you're homeless, you're destitute, like you have no income. And then they're like, we'll give you a little tiny meal and two bucks <laughs> to sell your soul. And you're like, well, I guess yeah. that's my option. Like absolutely, absolutely wild. So no matter what, like their socioeconomic position, they would pawn their own souls. And which I'm like, I would too. Like that scenario. And, but I think the thing is like for us, nowadays i'm gonna speak for myself and say like i'm not the most religious person like i i was and then my siblings kind of bullied me out of it um it's a whole story (laughs) that's that's a whole separate podcast it's called hannah's trauma dump um listen to it and like so for me it's like oh yeah fuck I'll, i'll take two bucks and some bread and soup like is it ciabatta um yeah but I think back then it was probably, like, a much bigger deal. A ghastly sight to see. Yeah. Like, exactly. So today I would be like, yeah, you idiots want to give me, like, money and food? I'll be like, nom 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 sins. Ah And then I'll just be like, peace, fuck off. And then I would be on my way and not worry about it. But, like, yes, at the time – they were like, I can't believe what I'm actually seeing here. Yeah. So despite the fact that it was like a very somber affair, it did have its moments of levity. Uh, legend has it that one soul eater in particular, while attending a lavish funeral, uh, consumed not only his little like sin plate, but all the other food for the rest of the guests at the funeral. <laughs> that's that's a sleigh. That's actually iconic. That's a slight. And I'm like, go off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And double middle middle fingers out the door. Eat their sins and the bruschetta. I love that. He's like, what are these? Pigs in a blanket? Love. (laughs) Mine now. More of these. (laughs) You have a little steak toast? Thank you. So, and then there's the story of Mildred, the, the sin eater. Uh, who had a habit of sneaking okay. a taste of treats. What? Go Wait, ahead. girl boss. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, girl. Had her full running business here. <laughs> Sorry, go back. <laughs> <laughs> but she would sneak uh, the little, like, sugary treats, the little confections. Okay. And once had, like, just, I'll say too much sugar. And apparently, according to lore... Ended up in a sugar-induced frenzy and danced on the gravesite. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the family, in front of the mourning family. That's awesome of her. <laughs> I know. I was like, Whoa. 
<laughs> she wakes up in the morning. She's like, oh, oh my what did head. I, what did I do last night? What did I do? And they're like, you did a full on jig on the gravesite. Oh my They're never going to ask you to eat sins again. I have another question, which you may or may not have the answer to. Does, yeah. is it like you only really get a sin eater if you feel like you need one? Or like if you're rich and can afford it, you get a sin eater. No matter if you live the, the the most pure life possible. That's a very great question. Like, if you were like, Uncle Ted was a fucking dick. He did, like, so much shit. We can shell out the two bucks. Yeah, he needs a sin eater. <laughs> to, to, to get someone to take this yeah. out of him because there's no way he's yeah. getting it. Um, but no, I think it was, uh, it was pretty common in like certain areas, but, um, did you watch Saltburn? I didn't. I'm uncultured. Okay. Except for Spurs. No, 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 you're not. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. Yeah. But if anybody watches that or has seen it, you'll know the scene that I'm, I'm thinking about. So <laughs> that's just a little Easter oh. egg. Oh. So <laughs> It wasn't all fun and games and, like, cinnamon raisin loaf. Uh, I just said that it wasn't all, like, morbid tragedy. It was fun. And then I'm like, but it wasn't all fun. It was it's, also morbid tragedy. It's somewhere in the middle. You know, life, the middle. life is really a mixed bag. <laughs> well, and like I said, most of the time uh, being a sin eater meant that you were homeless or a social pariah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nevertheless, sin eaters in the U.K., were expected to attend funerals and wakes when they were notified of a local death. Okay. So my question is, if you're homeless and a social pariah, what do you get, like a freaking telegram? I know. And they're like, hey, we need you. <laughs> or they blow a horn or something. Like, what? I You're just expected to show up whenever you're needed when somebody dies? I guess they're like, just hang out outside of the funeral home. <laughs> I mean, well, okay, so I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? I fantasize about a world in which, like, the local sin eater was, like, a like a Severus Snape-type mm. guy, but got paid very, very well because you're doing a really important job that yeah. not a lot of people would do. It's like right? how, like, like um, are you on North Sea TikTok at all? No. <laughs> uh, no, but I will be. Um, it's like lately I've been seeing a lot of videos of like people who work in like the North Sea and it's so fucking dangerous and terrifying. And oh my God. so like, of course, they get paid an incredible amount because an incredible amount yeah. because you're doing something like super intense and dangerous and you don't know the outcome. You're doing the and... icky thing or the hard thing or the dangerous thing. Exactly. Which is, like, why we should pay these jobs more. I'm talking, like, freaking janitors and teachers and all this stuff. Like, you're dealing with the the ickies, right? Yeah. So, I picture, like, Severus Snape living in, like, a big, huge house on Main Street. And he's, like, giving out, like, full-size candy bars on Halloween. And he was like... (laughs) Hey, don't do anything too crazy or I might get called to your house. Ah! <laughs> like, oh, I might have to eat your sins. <laughs> Finger guns. And, and then like he gets like a telegram and he's like, ah, oh, duty calls. And then he just like leaves the candy bucket like on the honor system or whatever. Like that's what I want for the sinners, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Like there's like a town bell. There's a town bell that yeah. they pull. That they pull, and, and he's like, "All right, well, another day at the office." You know, like how you and I would do it. We were mm-hmm. like, "Just gonna go get, go get my bag real quick. I'm gonna go just eat some bread and soup." Nom, 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 nom. Also, I hope it's sourdough. I love sourdough. <laughs> Soup is a crazy thing to have people like sit and watch you eat. Because yeah. like, what if it's really hot when you get it? Then what are you blowing on every spoonful? <laughs> or you do like the <laughs> like you try to breathe on it while it's already in your mouth. Like no, that's embarrassing. Yeah, Don't watch me, freaking weirdos. So many funerals in the Welsh country of Monmouthshire. Perfect. Included Perfect a professional sin eater. I'm guessing he was just like sitting in like the local yeah parish or something. Uh, author Catherine Sinclair notes in her 1838 travel blog. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> the actual, it's called a travel log. Okay. And I think it was actually like a travel blog. But written down. That's cute. Isn't that precious? That's pretty cute. So her travel blog was called Hill and Valley. And her description of the job is as such. It refers to a man, quote, who undertook so daring an imposture. Must all have been infidels willing, apparently, like Esau, to sell their birthright for a mess of pottage. What? Can you put that into (laughs) Google Translate? I, I mean, I think it means like, oh, this is risky business, uh, and you must have not had much to lose, mm. so you sold your soul for soup. <laughs> just won't get old. But <laughs> I just oh god. And so according funny. to Brand's Popular Antiquities of Great Britain, first published in eighteen thirteen. The sin eater, quote, sat down facing the door. They then gave him a grout, which he put in his pocket. I think that's coins. Okay. A crust of bread, which he ate, and a full bowl of ale, which he drank off at a drought. Hell yeah. Gave him a bowl of beer. Fuck yeah. That's how I'm drinking my beer. (laughs) Listen, that's how we should drink beer from now on. Just saying. Hey. Cheers. (laughs) After this, getting up from his stool, he pronounced with composed gesture, quote, the ease and rest of the soul departed for which I pawn my own soul. Wow. So dramatic. Oh, my God. In my mind, I would love if these guys didn't believe in this shit. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking is like, that's the move is to like be like, I'm not a, a Christian. This is the line of business I'd like to get into. Yeah. I just line my pockets with bread and ale. And I'm like, see you suckers. So by the mid 1800s, this whole thing had faded because it was just really fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, But the last recorded sin eater, Richard Munslow, uh, briefly brought back the custom in the late 19th century. Yeah, which is way too late because even in like the mid like 1700s they're like this is oh, kind of a lot cute yeah so he brought back the custom uh in the travel guide slow travel shropshire 
Okay, Shropshire. Yeah. Marie Kraft explains that he revived the practice not because he was like, I'm going to eat people's sins, but because he was mourning. So he was a successful farmer and businessman, and he had lost four children, three within one week. Oh. So this practice, like, by doing this, he wanted to absolve the sins of his own children and absolve the sins of others just because he was grieving, which I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, that's very sweet. Like, just, oh, Richard, I'm so sorry. And if I had been there to counsel you... I would have done a B minus job. <laughs> so um, the origin of sin eating is like still really elusive because it was, you know, 1500s. Yeah. Classic. English and not England and Wales. And apparently some people had travel blogs, but not everyone. Yeah. Right. Like it was like, how was the Wi-Fi? Not everyone could have excellent Wi-Fi. Yeah. So in the book Death, Dissection and the Destitute. Ooh. Spooky girl. Going on All my right, go. going on my TBR. <laughs> right. Ruth Richardson writes of a medieval custom that she thinks may have developed into the sin eating. Uh, basically, before a funeral, nobles would give poor people food. Just okay. Just like as a little banquet yeah. piece, and be like, "Hey, if you could pray for our loved one, that'd be really chill." And then it is thought that that sin eating custom came out of that because people were like well what are we actually paying for here wait we can't just give poor people food for free that's nonsense that's wild we don't even know if they're praying for our loved one yeah they could just be eating our shit (laughs) let's do less food make it highly ritualized Mm -hmm, mm-hmm 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 yes all great ideas all great notes Okay, so we pay them a dollar fifty. Yeah. Okay. We give them a crust of bread, a little bit of that, like, I don't know, cold ass soup, and then we make them absolve the sins of our loved one. Not just like send good thoughts and energy their way, but fully mm, no. consume their sins. Contractual, okay? <laughs> if you and if you don't absolve our loved one, you go to hell. Or at least give us our bread back. so um symbolic breads became like more common in the 18th century so there's like kind of crossover there too i'm just gonna say it bread seems to be like the standard of a lot of like religious yeah i think because it's like there's like some type of bread in every culture and also it's like I'm not going to say it's easy to make, but it's not, like, super difficult to make. Um, and it's inexpensive, usually. Yeah. I've had a packet of yeast in my cabinet, I'll say, for two years. Yeah. And that probably will still work. Maybe. <laughs> Thinking I'm going to make bread someday. Thinking I'm going to be a regular Renaissance woman. But, <laughs> alas, I'll keep you updated on that. Please do. So, as time marched on and beliefs evolved, thank God or whoever, uh, the tradition of sin eating faded into obscurity, becoming nothing more than a curious footnote in the yeah. annals of history. Yeah, annals? that's a, no, that's a, that's a phrase, I think. Annals? Annals. Um, 
I remember reading it and thinking, I should look this up, and then not looking it up. <laughs> so I actually can't Classic tell Classic disastrous podcast. Mm. <laughs> All right. Whatever you think it is, anals or annals, let us know, or just, you know, but that's keep it to yourself. That's where you'll find the sin eaters. <laughs> but in the tales of these eccentric figures, we know that there was a lot involved and some people experienced things that we would never want and some yeah. did. So. God, I'm I'm really, really obsessed with this job. That's really great. This is a good, yeah. fun fact. Yeah, right? The gig economy, girl. Gig we out here. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like when, like, there are, like, scams on Instagram that are, like, get paid to watch Netflix. And it's like, no, what? you're not actually going to get gonna paid happen. to watch Netflix now. No. They're going to sell your information to the dark web, though, so that's cool. <laughs> Dude, I literally, I clicked on one of those links where it's like, get paid for pooping. And I was like, really? And I clicked on it, and then immediately my Norton was like, your information's on the dark web. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like you even look at it, and it's like, sorry, you're fucked. <laughs> I was like, damn it, no. All right, that's on me. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So that was sin eating. I love which, it. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> that was a fun one. I like those kind of morbid, weird. Yeah. Guys from from times when like no one had like the fucking Internet. Yeah. And <laughs> old funeral traditions are always like absolutely wild. Like our vampire episode, you know, girl, I actually did. I tell you about this over Thanksgiving. I sat down with my family and I basically recapped your entire episode yes. on the TV vampires. <laughs> and they were like, can we stop talking about this? I'm like, no, no, because because next is witches. And <laughs> and if I die, if I die and you guys start to get sick, you need to know what to do. Exactly. Come on. Get it together, family. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to tell everybody where to, where to find us and follow us? I sure do. We're on Instagram at Disastrous Pod. We are on Gmail. <laughs> We're on yeah, my we favorite are. social media site, Gmail. Um, <laughs> Let's go, Gmail. Yeah, you can email us at DisastrousPod at gmail.com. And we're on TikTok at DisastrousLeePod. Yeah, and that's all. You know, rate, review, subscribe. Send this one to a pal. Send this one um, to the person whose funeral you would pay a sin eater to be at. There you go. Do you have a big time sinner in your life? And you're like, ooh, someone's going to need to gobble that shit up before you go. I was thinking more like someone you loved and cared about and wanted to make sure they got into heaven. I'm like, do you have a bad bad friend who's mm. doing naughty stuff all the time do you know someone who's a bad boy <laughs> bad bad boy <laughs> then send this one to them <laughs> oh god all right well this has been disastrous i'm amanda i'm oh, hannah dear god <laughs> respect you and we will catch you on the that was the most chilling Bye. thing i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs>